0: You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. I have no idea how you're going to wrap this one up because, uh, full disclosure, we're recording this earlier in the day than we used to, so I don't think we can say
1: goodnight. You can always say goodnight. You can always say goodnight. I'm Andre Pru from andrewinerview.ca. I'm Michael Pincus from michaelpincuswinerview.com. And, Andre, you know, I had a song running through my head today.
0: Oh, uh, was it Desposito?
1: No, it was you drink the good, you drink the bad, you drink them both and there you have and then I can't figure out a good line for the end. So maybe we should ask people to just come up with a good line for the end of that.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's a good way to end that. If that's no. if that's not a dad joke in a song, I don't know what is.
1: <laughs> dad joke. All right. Obviously, you've got a you've got an ending line. I just, I certainly do not.
0: Oh wait. The facts of wine, the facts of wine. Well, the facts of
1: wine, yeah, that would be uh, an interesting one. Let's see what other people come up with, I think.
0: Or we do the Anyway, wine. you, uh,
1: you yes. have told me that you have this brilliant idea of what we can talk about today.
0: Yeah, I had a really interesting interesting week this week. Uh, on Monday, um, I was a judge in a butter tart contest
1: that was hosted oh, shit. that sounds like fun
0: it, it certainly was so uh, mondays at the drake hotel uh ivy Knight hosts uh these events called 86th and um it's just they have different chefs come from different restaurants they pick a theme every week they compete against each other, and it's friendly competitions. Like, earlier this month, they've done um, a ceviche competition. Uh, I know in the past, they've done chocolate chip cookies, so it's not always pastries. Like, there's some savory stuff tossed in there.
1: So was, the, was the Butter Tart uh, uh, Battle um, presented by the Dentists of Canada?
0: It was not presented by the Dentists of Canada, and... I'm glad it wasn't, because it was a little bit of sugar overload. overload. But, I would
1: imagine. Man, so how, many, how many did you judge?
0: There were six different entries. Um, oh, not bad. The, uh, the two winners uh, were from the judges, because I was on a panel of judges. There were three of us. Um, the Drake Commissary took top spot in the judges' eyes, and it was oh. just um, ooey-gooey. And somehow defied gravity, because you know how you get a butter tart sometimes when it's filled, like it's over full and you cut into it, and then the liquid just runs everywhere and it's a, a messy disaster? Yeah. This one, when you cut into it, it held its shape. It was literally like it was defying gravity.
1: Interesting. All right.
0: And uh, the uh, People's Choice, so uh, if you go there as an attendee, and it's it's free for everyone, so um, if you join a, I, Ivy Knights events on Facebook, you can check out what's going on at the Drake Hotel every Monday. Um the people's choice that the people vote on was uh, Oliver and Botticini, which was a maple, a maple inspired butter tart.
1: You're a big maple person, so I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, your personal favorite wasn't that one.
0: You know what? It's it's the same thing with with judging wine. Is you have to you have to weigh in all the factors, and. Um, I felt the maple one was missing some raisins or some nuts to put it on the next level.
1: Wait, I- wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? They're missing raisins and nuts.
0: Well, actually, you got to have one or the other. Actually, you know what? I think that, that was my big complaint with most of the tarts tarts at the competition, where that most of the chefs played it safe. Because let's face it, Michael, you and I both obviously love raisins and or nuts, but they can be quite divisive. Hey, hey, hey be careful on how you say that. It's a divisive topic. It's a divisive topic whether you want raisins in your nuts or bread or anything. I mean, raisins is just one of those things that, I mean. I it's... like
1: raisins, but I mean, butter tarts got to have raisins or nuts. you got to have one or the other. You can't. You cannot go without one or the other.
0: You know, I wish I could bring you one of those Drake Commissary... Butter tarts, because without the raisins, it was damn near perfect. I mean, even in terms of of, of texture and uh, and flavor, but not. You, you know what? It, it was it was eye opening to be able to to taste different butter tarts in that context and go in there with an open mind. Because I mean, let's face it, we all have uh, a
1: family member. I'm who... closing mine off to the raisins and nuts thing. I want <laughs> one or the other in there.
0: Well, I mean, let let's face it. When we all have a family member or a close friend who makes the best butter tarts on the planet, I don't think. If we had every best butter tart on the planet in a room together, we would be able to find consensus on who's number one, you know? I,
1: I, know, I know that you're, uh, your girlfriend's a pastry chef, although I can't verify that in any way, shape, or
0: form. <laughs> uh, you can follow her at Anya Cakes, A-N-J-A-C-A-K-E-S, or Bake It So on Instagram, so you can see some of the things she's created. But, uh, but I've
1: never tasted anything. You know I what? I
0: I rarely get to, to, to partake in that as well, too. But, I mean, there is something about chefs... Um, you know, when you tell someone that you're, you're dating a chef or someone in the food industry, the reaction is always the same. Oh, you must be so lucky. No, when a chef gets home from work, they don't want to cook.
1: Well, that's a that's kind of a bugger. Anyway, so how does this relate to wine, Andre?
0: Well, I posted some stuff on Instagram on, on Monday, and I had a lot of people salivating over my photos. And my Instagram is at Andre Wine Review. But the fine people at iWeg um, asked me a question about if the wine pairings were coming. And I sat there and I thought for a moment, because I know I've written on it in the past that one of my biggest pet peeves are restaurants or hosts in general who will serve ice wine with dessert because I just hate sweet on sweet. But the more I thought about it, especially when you're dealing with something like a butter tart, which doesn't have any fruit. Like, I mean, butter tarts are fairly one dimensional in flavor, like it's pastry and sugar. What the hell do you pair with a butter tart that is not just like a passable pairing, but a very good
1: pairing? That's a good question. Do you know theres there's the old adage that everything goes with sparkling wine.
0: And you know what? That's what I was really thinking. Like even when I saw the post from Iowa, I could, especially after coming from I four C the previous week, uh, I could picture, you know, a really nice blonde de blonde, like the Benjamin Bridge Brute, which should be available in the LCBO when you're listening to this, but won't last long, or you know, the Chateau de Charmes blonde de blonde, or Featherstone Joy if you're going to head down to Niagara. And I mean, or like, how Bert's about
1: a- how about just to give them another uh, another plug? How about that Henry of Pelham? carte blanche
0: that 2012 carte blanche henry of pelham is uh capital t tits like that is one of the best sparkling wines this province has ever produced
1: you just say tits i was gonna say dynamite i don't know where tits comes into it although tits can be dynamite but that's another story
0: but yeah i mean we're looking at we're looking at uh, sparkling wine does go with with everything just about everything and uh, i mean and
1: why is that
0: I was just trying to think, like, what do you have to compete against all that sugar? And, I mean, when you get that nice acidity that just helps cut through it. Uh, it's definitely the acidity, I think. So, definitely. So
1: with that in mind, would you not go with anything that's acidic?
0: I mean, that's one thing we were, we were talking about. Uh, I know we were talking about this off the microphone, and I'm sorry we're teasing our listeners that, once again, we had these great conversations off the microphone. But, you know, I kind of threw down Riesling on the table there. But I know, like, when you get that much sweetness, it's the same thing with ice wine. All the nuance and the fruit that you get on your plate just gets clobbered by all that sugar. So even like a Riesling, a bone-dry Riesling that has these nice citrus notes, the citrus notes are really struggling to power through all that sweetness, and I mean, if you really like mineral notes, like I, I was kind of thinking out loud, like maybe a Gruner Welt leaner or, uh, like maybe a very bone dry Riesling might pair really well with with butter tarts. But I'm still leaning yeah, towards but that you know sparkling what? The, wine. The,
1: the bone dry Rieslings are few and far between, and 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 people would probably have a hard time finding a good bone dry Riesling. So would we not go Sauvignon Blanc maybe, or or how about a Rosé? I was just sitting here thinking about it. Going a really good Rosé might. Might play that that role with you get some good acidity in there, although maybe too fruity. I'm not sure. I
0: still just think that that fruit would get clobbered by the by the sweetness in in the butter tart. But I mean, if anyone's listening to this wants to to toss together some rose and butter tarts, let me know. I'm going to be laying off the butter tarts for a little while because I am still in <laughs> in sugar overload. Actually, you you had a, a a great suggestion because I was also talking about like one of my my pet peeves and and it's honestly one of the heartbreaking things because. Um, I do love when you get a good Cabernet Franc or Cabernet Sauvignon that has a nice cocoa note. So you think that would go really well with chocolate, but I find that when you put those two together, it tends to amplify the alcohol flavors in the wine. And yeah. I don't want my wine to taste like alcohol. I, I, I'm sure there's some people who who enjoy that or can stand it, but I, I don't. I want the wine to taste like the, the fruit and the barrel and, and all the things that, that went to put it together. I don't. Really want it to taste like I'm taking a vodka shot with my with my red wine.
1: So, but but if you think about it, I think I mentioned port of some sort, maybe a tawny. Yeah, and you know what I with the, I, with those with those nuts, that's what got us started on the nuts and raisins thing. But I mean, with the nuts in uh, in a butter tart, I I think that might be a might be an interesting pairing.
0: And also, just like the the, the concentration and and the the texture, like I mean, a, a tawny port. Like, it's designed to coat your mouth with all that, all those flavors. And I think that's something that might be able to help cut through the sugar and, I mean, you'll get the nice nuttiness. If anything, it might make a tawny taste more like a vintage port, like a 10 or 20-year-old port by bringing out some of the nutty flavors.
1: Hmm.
0: That's something I think we're going to have to try.
1: I think we're going to have to have, like, a, a sweet sweet off with some, uh, some sweet-ish or... Dessert, st- not dessert wines, but wines for dessert, not necessarily made specifically as dessert. Does that make sense?
0: If only we knew a pastry chef who might whip up up a batch of butter tarts. I don't think we do. I'm not sure That's either. Too bad. I think we'll have to tag her in this to make sure she listens to this.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's gonna be listening. She'll tell us. <laughs> I know what she'll tell us. She'll say, "I'm never making anything for you guys."
0: Nah, she won't say that. <laughs> she said it to me. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. So I know you know I just I just thought this was an, an, just an interesting sort of thought. I mean, if you're listening to this, please comment below if you've matched something that's just dynamite with uh, with butter tarts or something that you think would be a great suggestion. Or something,
1: or something overly sweet, some overly sweet dessert. Like I know I know you can put ice wine onto ice cream and you know, that makes it, but something that's just as you've called it, just knock on your on your ass sweet, such as a butter tart. Where would people go? Where do th- people think that? Uh, that pairing matches up with like fudge. Hey. What the hell are you at with fudge?
0: Yeah, that's a, well. I think the tawny port would go with fudge. If you're talking like a chocolate fudge. Yeah. That but being uh, so, that being said, with a... that being said, any anyone anyone listening to this though, if anyone suggests ice wine, I will find you. And
1: and Andre will. He I will make, actually make you, I will you. make you pay for it.
0: I mean, yeah. there, ice wine is not meant to go with dessert.
1: I don't care what people think or say. Ice wine is a dessert on its own. Let's be honest. You know that honey. Honeyed fruit, yeah. I, I think it, you know, you can put it on things, but I, yeah, I, I don't think it is eg- exactly the right thing to go with, uh, with a sweet dessert. No, maybe a biscotti or something. I get it, but I mean, ice
0: wine, ice wine is meant to go with the first course, salty appetizers, charcuterie, uh, you know, nice fatty, salty, smoky things, blue cheese, uh, I'm, hard I'm cheddar it. cheese. I'm with it
1: on a light, on a light dessert, biscotti. Yeah. Uh, something that's, you know, not as sweet, but what we're talking about is something cloyingly sweet as a dessert, where do you go with it?
0: Well, and it's like I said too, like, I mean, since since we're a little bit on the topic of ice wine, like a strawberry rhubarb pie or a lemon meringue where you get that nice citrus and tartness to it, especially if you're doing like a Vidal ice wine, where even though it does have some acidity, I mean, it's nice to match it with some nice acid to help bring out some more of the flavors in it. But to be honest, even if it's a Vidal ice wine, I'd rather see it at the front of the meal than at the end. And that's you. I know I'm special, aren't I?
1: You are short bust. (laughs) Short bust Bethel.
0: All right. Well, since we've gone offensive, uh, send angry phone calls to Michael Pincus. Uh, of course subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Leave a comment. We love hearing what you think. And, uh, thank you very much for, listening until next week we still have some more legacy podcasts coming up uh we're working on some very big things i'm, I'm just going to keep promoting the shit out of this until we can reveal exactly what it is but stay tuned there's big things coming from us i'm andre prue from
1: andrewinerview.ca and that will be announced at the end of august i'm not mistaken officially and i'm michael Pincus from michaelpincusweinerview.com good afternoon good night